Welcome to StarCast, a show about tarot, divination, and all things mystical. StarCast is a celebration of StarCon, the Southeastern Tarot Artist and Readers Conference. I'm Amy Mauser, and here's your host, Christiana Gaudet. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of StarCast, the podcast that celebrates StarCon. I'm Christiana Gaudet, and with me today, I am so excited to welcome a brand new tarot designer, Claire Lilly. Thank you for being here today. Well, thank you for inviting me. I am so excited. You have a brand new deck, and it is your first deck. So, oh, I'm I'm so excited. I have so many questions to ask you. I don't even know where to start. Uh, So let's start with, tell us the name of your deck and how it came to be. Okay. So the name of the deck is Aunt Lily's Tarot Deck. And uh, the story goes back to last summer where I was uh, up in South Dakota with my husband's family. And I was doing readings on email and uh, over Zoom and um, on calls, on telephones and stuff, because obviously COVID couldn't do a lot in front of people. So I was up there looking after our uh, father-in-law who was ill with leukemia at the time. And um, I was doing my readings and and Piper came up and sat down and could I look at the cards and look at the cards and... She was saying, what do they mean? What do they mean? How does it work? And she got very, very excited by it. At this point, she was 11 years old. And I thought, okay, you know, let her look at them. You tell me what you think, Piper. And she was getting the hang of it just by looking at images. Well, sort of fast forward two weeks for every day she was coming in. Can I pull a card for me? Can I pull a card for my brother? Can I pull a card for you? Um, after the two weeks we were going to go home, she said, can I have a deck? I said, yeah, of course you can. You know, you can have a deck and I'll, I'll go find one for you. And I came home and I started looking for decks and I just couldn't find one which was her. Mm. I couldn't find one which was either too dark, too sexual, or go the opposite way, too young. Mm-hmm. Like there's mm-hmm. the Gummy Bears, which is fun, and Hello Kitty, which is fun. But I felt there was nothing for her. So I said out of the, just come out of my mouth, really, let's create you a deck. <laughs> And that's how it started. I mean, it it was a family project. It was about finding, I don't know, just creating a deck which was modern. I wanted it to be very modern, something which is current affairs now, inclusive. She wanted to be in the deck. Then, of course, her sister wanted to be in the deck. Then her cousin wanted to be in the deck. My friend's daughter's in the deck. So I've got some of my family in the deck and the dogs. Um, and the dogs. So, and the dogs. Uh, so it was really a, a family project. And uh, I'm in various tarot groups and I've known you for a while now and sort of showing my little projects, telling people what I was up to. And, uh, oh, can I buy a deck? Can I buy a deck? Are you going to sell the deck? And that, that happened so many times. I'm like, perhaps well, I should do that. So originally it was called Tarot for Teens um, because of Piper and, and cousins and, and the people I was focusing on for the deck were sort of pre-teens up to say 21 but everybody loved the fact that they could use it in front of clients so I have experienced readers who love it and can put it out in front of clients um, so tariff for teens was a little limiting and uh, so I thought well let's call it Aunt Lily which is what I am Aunt Lily's tarot deck. I 
absolutely love the title. I love the story. And, you know, one of the, the things that I think is so important when we talk about tarot history, mm. the first tarot deck, the first existent tarot deck that we have, of course, is Visconti Sephorza, which was created to commemorate a wedding. And the bridal couple, the husband and wife, are the lover's card. So the idea of picturing actual people that we know in the deck goes back to the very origins of tarot. So in doing this modern deck, you have also invoked this, this really, you know, fundamental ancient tarot tradition. So that's a beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm glad that you have made it a deck for everyone. Yeah, uh, it is, you know, in trying to find decks for our kids, there, there are issues there, you know, because even if a particular kid can handle, you know, the devil or death or a star who is voluptuous and unclothed, the friends that they're going to read for and those friends' parents may not. No. Yes. And then there's clients. And, and that really is a, a concern. Many times, like I've had decks I've loved that I've had to put away because clients couldn't resonate with the images because they were put off by them. Right. And so yeah. you have created literally a deck, I, I think, for everyone. And one of the things I love about it, and I've, I've got... Uh, I've got actually two copies right here. Interesting. Where's the, oh, here it is. Yes. So, okay. One thing I love is that you are producing it in two sizes. And yes. I will hold it up so the people on YouTube can see that I am holding up two sizes, a sort of traditional large size tarot deck and a pocket size tarot deck, which is, you know, sort of almost square, um, perfect pocket size. Why did you decide uh, to do both sizes? Well, again, um, I've got quite small hands. And I remember the first time I ever had a tarot reading, I was 17. And I'm a lot older now. And uh, the first time I went into uh, this lady's house, she gave me the tarot cards, which I think probably the standard. They were huge. I dropped them everywhere. (laughs) I I thought, that's it. I'm done for that. You know. (laughs) And... And I, I struggled. I mean, obviously getting used to, to shuffling now is, is one thing, but to have a smaller deck and I found the little mini, mini ones, which are cute, but then unless, unless you've got really good eyesight, you know, not easy to read with for me. Um, and also looking at the children too, you know, they have got smaller hands. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do something which was portable for men and women, girls and boys. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually like the fact I use my second deck or the smaller deck as clarifiers. Mm-hmm. Too. So, Fun. yeah, um, sometimes you do a spread, even if, and, and I've, I tend to do a spread of around 15 cards. And if you're trying to do a clarifier, there are 15 cards already out there. Mm-hmm. So taking a second deck, doesn't have to be the same deck, but taking a second deck, um, you know, and adding the cards on, the amount of times you get the same card. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. Underline it. Okay. Um, because you can get the same card out using a second deck. So the smaller ones just help me when I photograph them, you know, you can see the one behind it. 
So I did it for multiple reasons, really. But I love my little deck, actually. I, I think I prefer it. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, I also love that when you first open the deck, the first thing we see is the four extra cards, yes. which are double-sided. And the first one has a beautiful smiling picture of you and a personal message from you. And, you know, the way that feels is like, okay, so you started this as a personal project within your family and your family friends. And even though now you are producing the deck and selling it, you put it on Kickstarter. So, you know, you're doing it now. But it's like we are all now in your tarot family. Absolutely. You're speaking with us the the same way that you would with your family. And I just love that. Oh, thank you. And and that's me. What you get, what you see is what you get with me. Right. Um, It's the way I am. I'm a very personal person. I love the fact that people um, feel part of something. And I think with the way the world is right now, not just the pandemic, but also social media, everybody thinks you're more social. You're not really um, (laughs) because you're hiding behind a computer screen. People don't go out as much or they feel can feel isolated. And I remember being younger myself and not having the people around me to talk to. Um, So I went to tarot at a young age to help me um, with choices, decisions, ideas, feelings, things I wanted clarified. And um, I wanted it to be personal. I want people to be able to reach out and say, hey, Claire, because I'm that type of person. People always come up to me and download their issues, even at a bus stop, you know. (laughs) I think a lot of people in this business get that. They just are natural, natural empath, natural earth angel, I call us really, because we're just these people that people open up to. And, And that's me. So I'm very personable. And I'd love anybody to come up and say hi or whatever. It's just the way I am. Well, and we'll be doing a lot of that at StarCon. Yes. <laughs> because you will be presenting at StarCon. And, and we're so excited. As you know, one of our missions at StarCon is to really honor our tarot artists and deck designers. Because without y'all, what would we be reading with? <laughs> you know, you create the tools. And uh, you have created an amazing tool here. And, you know, when you talk about, you know, being modern and the digital age and all of that, you've made a really interesting and I think smart choice on the back of this first non-tarot card in the deck. We have a QR card, excuse me, a QR code that takes us to the website where people can learn about the cards. So there's not an, an LB, an LWB. There's not a little white book. Yeah. There is a whole website interaction situation. And that makes sense too, because, you know, when we talk about we modern people and especially young people, our books are in our phones. Yes. That's where they are. That's where my books are. I use my Kindle app. I don't want a paper book. No. I mean, I like them, yeah. but, you know, I, I remember being a young tarotist learning, carrying around so many books to have it all in the phone is a beautiful thing. It so, is. I it is. It's, doing that. Thank you. It, it's not quite out yet. So hopefully it will be, but the deck came in quicker than I expected. So I'm still working on finalizing that. Uh, it's a PDF download and mm-hmm. I wanted the little white books are great. And I think some of the people who have done those wonderful books explaining mm-hmm. their cards are 
fabulous. Mm-hmm. That's not me as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't want to tell somebody the fool means this. Well, Claire mm-hmm. says it means this. This is what it means. And, and that's not, to me, what tarot is about. Tarot is about taking an image and, and how it reacts or how you react to it at the moment of the question. Now, like with every language we learn, we have to learn some basics. So what I'm doing on the on the website is having some keywords. I'm going to do them upright and reversed because some people will like the reversal. Mm-hmm. And then really it's down to your own um, vision and ideas and um, based on the question and the other cards around it to create your own tarot dictionary. So you've got some pointers, you've got some ideas to start with, but then it really is down to you to to do your readings as you do because you and I Christiana would would be able to pick the same three cards and have a different meaning right right and they're both right exactly and you even give a uh, in one of these these four instructional cards uh tips for starting to learn the tarot grab a notebook and a pen yep right so you have them starting out tarot journaling and you have also made available at a small extra charge stickers. Yes. These cute little stickers. And I, I am showing them for those people who are watching on YouTube. Here's uh, the cute little stickers. And so a tarot student could actually take the sticker and put it in their tarot journal and then write about it. And you give some hints for how to do that. Yes. So mm-hmm. I think that is just brilliant. So I wanted to ask about a couple of choices you made in your cards. I love this deck. I used it last night on YouTube. I'll, I'm, I'm using it right away. I really love this deck and it's gone into immediate use. Thank you. I, I just think it's wonderful. But I wanted to ask about a couple of choices. Yes. First of all, tell us about your cups. The cups, okay. Um, the cups, obviously, you know, chalices, beautiful gold cups um, in, in a lot of the decks, which are fantastic. But um, my stepdaughter, she's 15, and what the kids are looking at nowadays is very important is climate control, environmental friendly. And I wanted to depict that onto the cup. So it's like a Starbucks or a takeout cup mm-hmm. with a symbol of the recycling on it. Again, it brings it into a modern era. Oh, you picked the three of cups there. Yes, I've got um, the three of cups, which I'm holding up. And yeah. it's three people, yeah. uh, two girls and one guy. And they're yeah. holding up their two-go cups. We can see they even have lids on them. And <laughs> it's the, uh, the, the cardboard sleeve, so you don't burn your hands, yeah. has the recycle symbol. And those are the cups in the suit of cups. And I think it really works. Yeah. And I love it. I absolutely love it. And another example of like how you have worked the modern world into this deck in a way that does not feel cheesy to me is the page of cups where we (laughs) have a young woman at the beach. Yes. And she has a cup. She has the fish jumping, but she also has her phone where it looks like maybe she's FaceTiming with somebody 
or making a video or being live or, you know, something like that, which is perfect for the page of cups being a messenger, maybe talking to someone she loves. And it just flows so nicely. I think there are a lot of modern decks where people try to insert these modern things with these ancient archetypes. Mm -hmm. And by ancient, I know only a few hundred years, but still, okay, we can say ancient. And and it doesn't work. It it stands out in a weird way, you know, as, as if King Arthur himself has come forward in a Mark Twain kind of way and is trying to use a MacBook, you know, and it's just weird. Yes. (laughs) In your deck, it really feels seamless. And I love that you were able to do that. Yeah, I I think it's it's funny because being a family project, especially to start with, I had a lot of images in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, I cannot draw a straight line with a ruler. So I I, uh, used my tarot to choose my artist. I don't know if you've got the chariot there, but um, I actually sent um, some... um, instructions out to four or five designers and said this is what I have I have in my mind a girl on a skateboard with skater socks and um, being pulled along by two dogs Um, one is a black dog one's a yellow dog why is that I have Labradors Um, so you know to me that was that was in my mind and the lady who I chose literally did she took it out of my head but made it better (laughs) I, and, I don't have that card handy. Okay, um, I'll find it. But do you do you have it handy? Yes, I'll have it. And this, so the people on YouTube can see it. It Absolutely. is it's a great chariot. It really is. Okay, so here we go. Is oh, there it? we go. There we go. So yeah, it's it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. And it captures all of the weight symbology. Well, maybe not all, but most of the weight symbology. Yes. It really does capture. Yes. In this very modern way that doesn't feel forced. No. And again, you know, I did a little bit of market research when I decided to go live or launch this deck. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people were saying I, I like diversity, which was already in it. Mm-hmm. Um, people aren't always stick thin models. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we don't have stick thin models in this. There's mixture. It's, it's, it's kids. Um it's adults like the hermit. She's a little bit hunched. You know, mm-hmm. she's got gray hair. Um, you know, it, it. I didn't want to depict the one I did like. Actually, was awakening. I'll show you that one quickly. Again, mm-hmm. she's standing on. So this is judgment. It's called awakening, and she's a larger lady on stage. Mm-hmm. I. I don't know. I just feel that mm-hmm. it wasn't deliberate. I wasn't saying right. I need somebody who's a bigger person. The way it was drawn maria who, who's my fantastic um designer her and her team just took my ideas out of my head i mean i can show you some scribbles <laughs> which mean nothing to any unstick men i'm good at those now <laughs> but you know we we just collect we just collaborated and collected and it just flowed mm-hmm. um which because there was no pressure on it i didn't put pressure on myself there was no need to now, I would say if there is any card in this deck that is going to be considered controversial. Yeah, I know where you're going. <laughs> uh, it's going to be the strength card. Yeah. So I'll hold it up for those people in the YouTube audience. and I'm going to ask you to describe it and tell me why you went there. Okay. Um 
the strength card is very, very special to me. It, it depicts where in, in traditional tarot, there's a woman cuddling a lion to represent her inner strength. Um, I actually went with a child who is going through cancer and chemotherapy who has lost their hair, sitting on a hospital floor with a lion next to them and cuddling this magnificent beast like, yes, I've got it. And the child is smiling because every time I see a St. Jude's Hospital commercial or some something on Facebook or any of the media, the children always have got that smile, that inner determination. I'm going to beat this. And I think they almost help their parents and loved ones. Right. Because they've got this inner strength and belief. And um, personally, I've gone through breast cancer, I'm seven years survivor. My father-in-law passed away of leukemia earlier this year. And so cancer's in our family in, in that respect. And the other reason I wanted to do this is because this child in the card is a person. Right. And all people need to be honoured and to look, be looked at and to be um, considered people, because especially growing up, mm-hmm. you know, there, there are many people out there get bullied and tormented about how they look, what they're doing. And you've got someone going through cancer who cannot help but lose their hair and be very, you know, um, pale in their face and they lose colour and all sorts. But they are part of the human race. There are other with sort of afflictions as well that I wanted to include just to try and bring in everybody to the cup right. to the deck. Right. Is it, it's your nine, is it your nine of pentacles? Um, is a an amputee? Is that is that no? The no, that was that was the uh, Knight of Swords. Um, we're in the military family. Gotcha, my, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. My my husband was um 24, 21 years Air Force. Now works with the Department of Defense. All of his family pretty much are connected to the military as well. And of course, again, you see these you know heroes on the TV. And so this is the only knight on a horse, and he's got a prosthetic leg. There's a woman with a, is, is it? No, 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 no. I'm thinking of something else. Sorry. Queen of Pentacles. Sorry. Well, the Queen yep. of Pentacles. No, Queen of Cups. Sorry. Queen of Cups in a wheelchair. Right. Right. Um, but again, none of this feels forced. No. There, there was no drawing of, you know, how what type of people I have where. It was, it was very, it's very hard to explain, but it's like, okay, two of Pentacles. I, I visualized, I had an image, uh, however you want to call it, of a Native American. I love the Native American culture. I love the history of it. And she's there with her two pentacles. I feel that, um, you know, the Native Americans are very much grounded. They have the earth, mother nature, everything is um, used. And they've got very much a, a religious uh, connotation to the earth and to, and to the, the world around them and nature. And I love it. And that's what my intention was. It wasn't like, let's get somebody from here or there. It was what I felt at the time about the card. Um, I've got a Knight of Wands is a Sikh on a motorbike. Nice. Right. And I had a doctor in the UK who was a Sikh. I loved him. He was great. I thought, yeah, you're going in there. Um, (laughs) But again, it was just how I felt at the time with Mm -hmm. each card. Mm. I pulled different people in from different places. So 
this is a great deck and I'm so happy to be able to share this with people through this podcast, but also at StarCon. Tell us what you're going to be sharing with us during your presentation at StarCon. Just a sneak peek. A sneaky peek. Okay. I'm going to talk a little bit about how the deck came about, although you've heard about it, a lot of it now. Um, but also I've got lots of ideas for teams and how they can get involved in the deck and how they can learn, have fun with it, and how it can help them on their life journey um, as they go through college or school, college, university, or work, um, being housewife, whatever, um, house husband even. Um, it, it doesn't matter, but having something that they can go back to and and use as their bit of a friend, really. They become friends, your tarot decks. They become your friend and your somebody you can or something you can go and approach to help you through some tough times and to help others, too. So I've got some ideas up my sleeve on that. We are very excited for that. And, you know, I think that's so important. So many of us who are tarotists now and and even tarotists of a certain age, you know, first we're drawn to the cards in our teens. Yes. And and making them accessible, you know, so I, I don't know how many teens will actually be present at StarCon, but a lot of people who know teens, the parents and grandparents and friends and teachers of teens will yes. certainly be there. And this is just a great tool, I think. You know, I, I think the teen years are troubling for a lot of people <laughs> and their parents. You know, it's Ooh. not an easy time. No. And I think that to be able to work with the cards in a grounded way can be so healing and so helpful yes. on that journey. And I'm, I'm so grateful to you for making this deck available to all of us oh, uh, in a way that will help our kids, but in a way that, you know, is just a, a, a wonderful deck for everybody. You know, like there's really no person, I think, who couldn't enjoy this deck or find something in this deck that, that speaks to them. So it's, it's a great thing. Thank you. Yes. Um, I enjoyed making it. It was, as I say, no pressure. I just had ideas that came through me and, and being in the spiritual world, as you know, things happen for a reason and you meet people along the way and, and things happen. If you'd asked me 15 months ago, Claire, you'll be standing, you know, at Starcon presenting a deck that you've made and people have bought it. You, I think you'd be going a little bit loopy, you know, but here, here I am and here it is. Here it is and it is a beauty. So as we say goodbye, mm -hmm. let's do this because we each have our own copy of Aunt Lily's Tarot in our hands. Let us each pull one card in anticipation of Starcon. Oh, and yes. See what we see. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go first? I will go first. Okay. I have the two of wands. And I love your two of wands. It's a okay. um, it's a very orange fiery card because wands is fire. It is a traditional image in the sense that 
uh, a person is standing looking out over the horizon. They are not holding a world in their hands, but there's actually like a world up in the sky. It could be the sun, it could be the moon, but it is actually the world. And we can see that by the way it's colored. So that's really cool. And there's the two wands and, and they're on either side of the person. And the person is has their hands, one on each wand. So it's almost like a doorway. It's yeah. like a doorway to the future. And that's exactly what we want StarCon to be. We want it to be a doorway for people to learn, to grow, to meet each other, wherever they are in their spiritual journey and their journey of divination to go a step further. And that's what StarCon will be for them. What did you get? Brilliant. Well, I pulled one of my favorite cards, which is lovely, is the Empress. Oh, so nice. Now, the Empress, I love the Empress anyway. Um, just to explain this card, a lot of people, when I was doing my marketing, were saying that they didn't like the pregnant Empress, mm. um, which obviously is about birth and nurture. And to be fair, I never had children of my own. So I, I can understand and resonate with that. However, what I did do um, a couple of years ago now, my dog Iris had a litter of 11 puppies. And because there were more puppies than she could feed at once, we ended up having to help her with <laughs> bottle feeding. So that was my inspiration of, of the Empress. Um, because, again, it's all about nurturing, helping grow and taking time back into nature Number three to me is creativity. So star content for me is about bringing all these people together, helping people learn and move forward with their journey, like you said, in a very caring and loving way and embracing everybody and bringing everybody together to learn about different things too. It's not just the tarot. I love astrology, numerology. There's so many other things I know that Starcon will have yes. present and, and I think really, to be honest, you're the mama, you're the mama <laughs> of this, aren't you? So, you know, you are the mum of, of uh, the empress, really, of Starcon, and this is your baby. So congratulations on, on your you. baby. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, with Aunt Lily's tarot, I'll say congratulations on yours. Thank you. Uh, so I do want to remind people that tickets are available now. Starcon will be January 21st through 23rd in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, and online on Excelevance. So if you can be with us in person, you can get an in-person ticket. If you can't be, you can get an online ticket. You'll have access to all the same classes either way. And every ticket holder will also have access to our 30-day afterglow on Excelevance, where you can view and review all the classes within your ticket and attend some special online events on Excelevance during that time. So if you can travel to Florida in January and who wouldn't want to, please do go ahead and get that in-person ticket. If you can't get the virtual ticket and know that either way, you're going to have a really robust, incredible conference experience. And that will include being able to meet Claire Lilly. And we are so grateful for that. Thank you so much for being here. We will see you in January. Thanks for joining us for StarCast. 
For more information about our annual conference, visit us online at StarCon.com. That's S-T-A-A-R-C-O-N.com. We are looking forward to seeing you in January. January.